Life's too short. Life's too damn short. So, eat everything. Try anything. Exercise. Experience all that life has to offer. Here's exercise physiologist, medical journalist, and healthy talk host, Melanie Cole, MS. Well, that's such fun music to begin a segment, puts you in the happy mood. And today's segment is about alcohol, which is typically a happy thing, especially in my life and my friends. And we love to have a good drink. But our alcohol, our Americans, drinking more than they used to. And are we, as Americans, drinking too much alcohol? And that's what we're talking about. And this is going to be a balance here, listeners. It's going to be something that we're going to decide what that good balance is. And my guest today is Dr. John Higgins, sports cardiologist for the University of Texas Health Science Center in Houston. So Dr. Higgins, I love my wine. And I also like the occasional margarita, martini, mojito, you know, give me it all. I like it all. I love bourbon. But what is too much? What can our bodies handle as far as the metabolic requirements for when we drink some alcohol? Yeah, great question, Melanie. And and I think, uh, you know, it's TGIF today, so everyone's got, uh, uh, you know, drinks on their mind. But yeah, I think that what uh, what we know now, Melanie, is that having one or two drinks a day um, you know, for most people is probably okay, but you can't do what some people do. And they say, you know what? Um, I didn't have anything to drink Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So on Friday I w- night, I will make up and I will have four or five drinks. Now, that's not good for you. We know that binge drinking is, uh, regardless of what you drink, is is going to be associated with with some negative effects on on your uh, body, you know, including having effects on raising your blood pressure, liver disease, you know, damaging your nerves, uh, making it, uh, uh, you know, sexual dysfunction, diabetes, uh, as well as the other things that happen when people drink too much, you know, that is, they are involved in risky behavior, uh, as well as um, you know, poor alcohol poisoning, accidents, crashes, and even, uh, you know, unwanted uh, pregnancies, et cetera. So we, what, what we're saying is that it's okay to have uh, uh, what we call, you know, um, moderate drinking, which is uh, one drink, one standard drink for a woman and two drinks for a man per day. Uh, but if you are skipping a day, you can't kind of make up for it. You can, okay, so it's like sleep. I mean, you think, oh, I'm going to catch up on my sleep because I didn't sleep well the past, but you, you really can't catch up on sleep. However, is it better then to abstain Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and have your drinks Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or is it better to have your one drink every day? I mean, is there an answer to that question? And when do you know, Dr. Higgins, if if it's becoming a problem? Are there some red flags, some signs, some things we should know that our alcohol is... For me, I look around my middle and I see that I'm, you know, I don't love the way my stomach looks. And I know if I cut out my wine, that would probably help a big deal as it's 120 calories a glass. But, you know, aside from the weight thing and the sugar, which our body metabolizes is different. Are there some things you, you think we should be on the lookout for? Oh, absolutely, Melanie. I, I think um, you know probably overall it's it's a, it's reasonable to uh, whatever you're comfortable with in terms of your 
pattern, you know, of drinking. So, um, for example, some people prefer to not drink during the week and, and then have, you know, a glass um, or two on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And that's okay. You know, if you want, if that's what you find works for you, other people find that they like to have a drink every day. So the studies really have not um, been done looking specifically at uh, that, you know, whether you weekend drinkers versus, you know, everyday drinkers versus weekday drinkers. But what we do know is that the binge drinking, that is, if you're having four or more uh, standard drinks in two hours if you're a woman or five or more if you're a man, if you're going to that level and beyond, that is associated with some negative effects. And things that you should, red flags that uh, may be things like the person is, uh, you know, being a bit more of a risk taker, um, you know, they're doing things kind of a little bit out of the ordinary they are, um, you know, associating that drinking with, you know, uh, some kind of crazy activities as well that, you know, they uh, are not able to stick to limits and they're often kind of speeding up. Certainly blackouts, you know, someone who can't remember some uh, something that happened last night or that they're turning, um, turning up, you know, late to work or their performance is down. And, and certainly if anyone, you know, if your friends or family are, uh, getting worried about you and and sort of concerned that you're drinking too much. Those are probably signs that you are drinking too much. And often it's very hard for the person who is overdoing it, Melanie, to kind of really know what's going on. Um, and I think that uh, activities, uh, some you know, another red flag is people will organize activities around drinking all the time. Like if they have um, several different options of you know fun things to do tonight. The option that includes uh, alcohol and quite a lot of alcohol generally is the one that they will pick. So now that's okay, you know, from time to time. But if that becomes a regular thing, you know, every Friday, Saturday night, they're, um, you know, excessively drinking and getting into the binge drinking, we know that is is not healthy. Um, and, 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 you know, we've talked about this before, Melanie, that red wine is probably the best option Still, for people, it has lots of antioxidants, flavonoids, resveratrol, and has we know it does have heart-healthy benefits and does not gain as much weight as something like beer. Um, but, you know, again, that's going to be a personal preference. White wine is, is the next best, and then probably some light beers and then the spirits after that. But uh, it, it's important just to go easy. And, and uh, I another rule of thumb I tell my patients, Melanie, is for every drink they have, they've got to down a, uh, uh, you know, a 12-ounce or 16-ounce uh, glass of water. Well, that's a good, that's a really good plan. And, you know, when you talk about the, you and I have talked about champagne even because it's made with red grapes. Yeah. So champagne yeah. is actually not Absolutely. as bad for you as some of the other things. So we can drink that. I don't love that it's one glass for women and two for men. I mean, I understand we're smaller. Maybe our metabolism mm-hmm. is different. And that kind of, you know, that kind of blows a little bit. But I, I get that. So we look for those red flags. We look for the functionality. We look for the blackouts and all of these kinds of things. But what are some of the benefits then of alcohol? You know, we don't want to plan our whole weekend around drinking. And it's hard to do, Dr. John. It's hard to find that balance because a lot of people feel stress. And, yeah, and, and yeah, no, this, look, this current climate, this current environment and, and, and the politics and all these things, people are feeling so much stress. 
And yeah. so they look to alcohol to take that away a little, to relax us. Is oh, that, yeah. I mean, can we use that as a, as a benefit or is that not a good oh, yeah. way to do it? No, absolutely, Melanie. I mean, you know, it does have, um, uh, it, it does relax people. You know, it, uh, it will, it, and it does have a lot of benefits that we know about. You know, it will lower the, the bad cholesterol. It does have a lot of antioxidants, which will help uh, protect your heart. It, in addition, it actually has been shown um, to uh, the resveratrol in particular has been shown to lower blood glucose levels. Um, uh, in, so people that are, you know, pre-diabetic or, or even diabetic, you know, it is beneficial. It boosts, it's been shown to, uh, again, resveratrol mainly has been shown to boost the uh, uh, brain uh, functions. So it, it helps that. It also has been uh, shown to um, promote your immune system. Uh, reduce cancer, with the exception of breast cancer. Breast cancer, um, it does appear that uh, for women, uh, alcohol does increase risk, unfortunately. Um, it also, you know, helps to satiate you a bit. You know, uh, having some red wine before you eat, typically people actually eat less because the red wine does fill them up a little bit. And, you know, it can certainly uh, uh, in, in, include, in, improve the enjoyment of the meal, particularly if you have a nicely matched wine with, with what you're eating. So yeah. uh, absolutely, you know, we, we, we are all for it. You know, um, as cardiologists, you know, I often will ask people about, you know, their alcohol and specifically, you know, what they're drinking. And I will recommend them if they're not, if they haven't tried or they're not regularly drinking red wine, I actually recommend it to it because I know it does have a lot of these benefits. And and just like um, a lot of our medications, Melanie, most of them work best when you're getting a little bit each day rather than, uh, you know, certainly waiting and, and uh, sort of taking them all at uh, one, one day during the week. That's not a healthy thing. And, and I think that's a similar thing with getting your daily dose of the antioxidants and resveratrol, which can be, you know, give you that benefit to your system. And, and those effects generally will last anywhere between two hours to uh, 10 hours, you know, or more. So, so I think that also is another good reason to be doing it more on a regular basis rather than kind of stacking it all up at, on one or two days of the week. I think that's an important thing to note is try not to stack it up. And as you said, binge drinking is can be a problem, especially among the younger kids. And and, yeah. and it's not bad to have our wine and not bad to have maybe a, a, a vodka lemonade or something if you just want to kind of relax on a beautiful summer night. These things are not terrible to have as long as it's sort of moderation. So, so Dr. Higgins, give us your, I like to call you Dr. Higgins, Dr. John. So give us your, it is all good. And so give us your, your best advice. You're a cardiologist. And so you know about all of these kinds of things and how they affect our heart and our metabolism. And, but, but you like to have a nice glass of red wine occasionally too, right? Oh, uh, actually, most days, yes. <laughs> so, okay, so so it's not like we're saying it's fine to overdrink, but why don't you tell people, as the expert that you are, really what you want them to know about, as a country, that we're consuming too much alcohol and how we can find that really good balance? Mm, uh, sure, Melanie. Well, I, I think it looks like there uh, are people, uh, you know, probably about one in six people in the country or more who are drinking alcohol the wrong way. And what we're saying as, as physicians and cardiologists is that, 
you know, alcohol in moderation on a, on a fairly frequent basis is a good thing for most people. And in particular, red wine or champagne and, and uh, you know, next best probably white wine are the things that you should be thinking about. And try to integrate them into your daily life and, uh, and, and make it so that it's, uh, it's a fun thing. You know, you, it does, if it relaxes you, then that's great. Couple it with a nice um, meal or some great conversation with friends and, and, you know, use it as the relaxant and the antioxidant that it is. And make sure that you're drinking plenty of water as well because we know it's good to be hydrated. You're doing all of those other things, you know, healthy eating, doing your exercise. And I think overall, a little bit of prevention with some red wine each day is is a good thing, and I encourage it in uh, in my patients. You know, particularly those who are uh, you know looking for prevention and have not certainly. If you've had problems with alcoholism before, uh, it may be best for you if you can't uh, you know figure out how much to drink or you have difficulties controlling it to probably stay away from it and just get some red grape juice. Which, uh, which does have some resveratrol in it uh, and can give you the benefits. Or if you, you, know, you are of a religion or other um, background where you do not consume alcohol, certainly red grape juice like Concord uh, grape juice and others are really uh, a benefit as well. But the red wine is, I think, it's a, it's a good thing uh, when used in moderation and used in the right way and having fun and, uh, and with friends not drinking by yourself, but you know, having fun with your family, friends, and uh, and and having a overall as part of an overall healthy lifestyle, and that will give you uh, extra years of health and wellness. Great advice, uh, certainly as we begin the summer, it's really great advice. So people take what Dr. Higgins says in moderation. That's the way that we can all enjoy our our, our libations, our beverages, our adult beverages, whatever you like to call them. And enjoy them all with your friends. Don't drink alone. Use it as part of a meal. Use it as part of a... Don't plan your weekends around it. And that's what's so important about maintaining that moderation. That's how it works. And certainly the way the French do, use it as part of your culture. Good glass of chewy dark red wine with a beautiful meal. It all goes together great. But as Americans... We have to look to these other ways to try and reduce some of our stressors, whether, as Dr. John says, it's exercise, yoga, meditation. You know, taking a good nap is always one of my favorite things to do. So that is what we're doing. And if you like what you're listening to, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, rate and review. That way, like-minded people get to get involved and we all learn from the experts together. This is Melanie Cole for Radio MD. Stay well.